name is Scott Messina, and I am here with the lovely Heather Snively. Hey. What's happening? Same old, same old. Events, events, events. That's it. This is the very first Wedding Perfection podcast we are doing. And just to tell you a little bit about myself and Heather, I'll let Heather tell you about her um, career and, and craziness that we have endured. But we've been friends for about 20 years now. and 25. We, has it been that long? Yeah, we're getting old. Oh my goodness. So I'm a celebrity DJ here in Orlando, Florida and throughout the nation. I've been performing for, you know, since since I was a kid and all of that and done over 3,000, 4,000 weddings somewhere around there. I've lost count, but I keep in touch with a lot of people because of social media. So, and Heather Heather is the ninja of wedding professionals and I'll let her explain. Do I like that word ninja? Hmm. I think I might have to come up with another word. <laughs> Master wedding coordinator. There's only 13 of her in the world. Oh, I don't know about that anymore. I don't know about that. But uh, thank you. After 25 years, 26 in this business, um, yeah, we've seen a whole lot going down. We've seen uh, just the whole industry change from, you know, simple events to crazy over-the-top events now. So um, it's, it's exciting. It's never a dull day. Pretty great business to be in. It's funny because I, I always used to tease that there are a hell of a lot more wedding vendors now than there were when we, when we first started. Yeah. I mean, we would go to those networking parties and be like, hey, how you doing now? Now you go. And I, I don't know a lot of people. I mean, there's so many new, wonderful vendors. I mean, there's a lot of good people that are out there doing great things. They really are. And then also, you and I would go to the national ones and the national conferences and then the international conferences to to meet you know wedding and event professionals. And now there are just so many. It's, it's, it's a little overwhelming, but... Um, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, we'll talk about how to select the perfect vendor. Yeah, I mean, I think we can jump to that right now because I mean, what a great segue, right? At the end of the day, it's a good old boy system. I mean, every town knows who they want to deal with and who they don't. Everybody knows who the good people are and who the bad people are. I think what's really important is your team of wedding vendors. They should like each other. Everybody should get along. I mean, not everybody's always going to get along at this, you know, but. Well, it takes a team. It takes, as I've been quoted, it takes a village to put on an amazing event. And to have a really fantastic group of tight-knit uh, professionals who can read each other across the room, who know what to do, know what not to do, it just makes a world of difference. And. I think that's something that really needs to be put out there more often for our guests and our clients because if you have great vendors, you're going to have a great event. Teamwork makes the dream work. Ah, okay. I like that. Not original, but I, like I figured it, it kind of fit in perfectly. <laughs> it really does. I mean, if you don't have a good team working together and things go to hell... Everybody needs to step up and make it happen. No excuses. You know, there's there's no, you know, can't do attitude. There is no can't do. You have to be able to do and make it happen under any circumstance. There is no no and there is no unfortunately. It is the most important day of someone's life. Not just the bride, not just the groom, but the family. Well, and 
in 26 years, I've had a, you know, some things go wrong occasionally. Mm. I always say if you've done, if you've done your work, if you've done your homework, if you've done the work that you should do, we as vendors should have as much fun on the day of the event as the people attending because we love what we do. If we've done our homework and if we've we've done the research and we, you know, that day just really becomes magical if we've all, uh, if you've got a group of real professionals around you. Um, but sometimes things do go wrong and the client will never know about it. That's for darn sure. Um, I've had photographers folding napkins. I've had uh, you um, setting out culinary, you know. Lighting candles. Lighting candles. Yes, that's re- I remember that many times. So, you know, we're a team and we do whatever it takes, whether it's a, a million dollar event or a $3,000 event. We don't care. We want our, we want our, our couples to be happy. You just said million dollar event. Yeah. <laughs> We've seen a few couples come in by helicopter, haven't we? Uh, just a few. And we might, you know, not to lead it on, we might have to get those couples here on this podcast. Why not? You know they'd come and talk. Yeah. Why not? So, why do couples wait so long to get married? Why wouldn't they? Like, for example, <laughs> for example, they get engaged. What do you think is the perfect, like, time period from the time they're engaged to the time they should get married? Wow. I think this new generation is completely different. I mean, they Agreed. they want to be committed to each other, but yet marriage does not mean the same thing as it did to myself, you know, 30 years ago. Um, my daughter just got engaged and oh, cool. yeah. And, uh, she's forbid me to talk about, you know, the wedding, you know, she just wants to enjoy the engagement time. She's not rushing into planning the wedding. And I think that, uh, it's a show of commitment. And a lot of times these couples are still in the midst of really digging down deep into their careers and still taking fabulous vacations while they can. And, you know, putting off children a little bit longer. And sometimes children is the impetus to, to get married, quite honestly. Yes. Good old Italian shotgun weddings. No, I mean, I think people are saving money too, though. I think, I think they're trying to save money, you know. And, and I always tell people, I'm like, look, if you're going to spend this much money on your wedding, that could be a down payment to a house. I mean, you could literally put a down payment on a condo or a house for what some of these people, because not all parents are covering, covering the costs. Um, but, but my whole thing is this. If you know you have the right person, if you know that you are marrying the love of your life, your, your destiny soulmate, if you will, then why wait? Unless you're in the military, if you're in the service, um, God bless our military and all of that. I mean, there are certain situations I get and understand. I had a bride recently, actually. They were supposed to get married like in April, and they were like, Scott, we're going to go ahead and postpone it to September because it was just becoming stressful for them. And they wanted to just save up take an extra six months, save up a little bit more money and not be as stressed and, and it worked out perfectly. Mm-hmm. But then you get some postponements because, you know, unfortunately mom comes down with a sickness or dad's sick and, and, and you know, even, even though in, in all of our uh, contracts it says deposits are not refundable, we have hearts, we have souls. I mean, when you hear a story like that, it's like oh, no we've problem. Heard, yeah, no and problem. we've heard so many stories and there are very few venues or or 
true professionals that will not honor, you know, a cancellation for a good reason. So um, don't ever fear asking. Um, Funny story. Bride and Groom, and it's in my book, Waiting Perfection, which the audiobook is now out on iTunes, now out on Audible and on Amazon. Woo-hoo. Wedding Perfection, which the lovely Heather wrote the forward. Thank you. Read the forward. So I did the audiobook and we got the book. But I tell a story in there about this bride who postponed her wedding. And and I, I think the stress of the family, whatever happened, something happened. And she postponed it. And she called me about four months later, and it was the a different date, but it was very similar. Same venue, same time, same. I was like, oh, okay. She ends up marrying the man, the guy who was going to be her best man. Oh my god! Yeah. So the groom got you know he didn't get a job. He was playing Sony or something like that, and she ended up dropping him and going with the best man. So then there's that. There's the reasons. Stuff happens. (laughs) Stuff happens. Mm. I could write a whole book on that stuff that happens. That's what this podcast is about. Telling stories and giving advice. I can give lots of advice. I don't know how many stories (laughs) want to protect the innocent. Hey, look. Hey, look. As long as we don't say names, I think we're good. Tips on selecting the perfect time, date, and location. So what do you think? So what are you know, what's the couple about? What are you about? Are are you thinking, you know, barn ceremony? Are you thinking, you know, high-end Ritz Carlton? Um, you gotta think about who you are and who's gonna be there and you know what works best for you and your guests and your family. Um, sometimes I see couples get so wrapped up into trying to please everyone that's going to attend that they don't end up pleasing themselves, which first order of business, it's about your day. It's about your parents' day. Other than that, go with your gut. Barns are big. Barns are like, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. That's not me. I'm all about the four seasons. I'm all about Walt Disney World and, and Disney fairy tale weddings and their destination, destination weddings in Hawaii or a lot of people, you know, here in Orlando specifically at Disney. I mean, we're on world tour and we never leave home. Everybody from around the world comes here, which is wonderful. But the level of expectation, I mean, they get what they pay for and it's, you know, wedding perfection. Uh, Rich Carlton, like you said, Waldorf Astoria's uh, Four Seasons, and then you have all the private country clubs, um, Tavistock, Isleworth Country Club. I mean, I could just keep going on and on and on. Mm -hmm. Right. But do you want like a Saturday, a Friday night, Saturday night, go hard party? Or do you want like a Saturday afternoon, mimosa, brunch type? And that's what you meant, I guess, when you're saying, who are you? You know, what? Yeah. What what connects with you? What kind of sticks with you in your heart? What, you know, what, what, it, what are you about? Because I, I feel like a lot of the couples these days, the millennials, they really want to have their day reflect who they are. Um, I know I used to say that 20 years ago, but it's even more true now. Um, and it's not about money. It's not about how much you spend or how many guests you have. It's something more personal. And and that's really cool to see as a new trend that people really want the day to reflect who they are. And that's awesome. I mean, they thought about this since they were little girls. I'm talking about the brides right now. 
and and some grooms. I mean, I've gotten so many grooms that are OCD. Not in a, I'm not saying that in a bad way, yeah. but they're so involved. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like like and and that's a really good test. Test number one to being married. You know, fifty fifty. Are you willing to give a little, take a little, make it happen? I mean, that's how you stay married forever. Um, and I can say that, you know, because I've been married for twenty one years, but forever, forever, <laughs> and then some. <laughs> But, but seriously, like I'm a partier, as you well know. I'm a partier. I wanted that nighttime wedding, six hours, go hard. I closed my own wedding. I had a band. I had a DJ. And, and it was funny because the power actually went out on my own wedding. Italiano. Italiano. And, and it was like, it went out on my own wedding. And I knew the venue better than the management did. I ran back there, popped it back on. Luckily, a drummer from a band doesn't need electricity. So the party kept going and no one even knew what happened. And I was the groom. Yeah, that was a heart. Yeah, that was great. That was a, that was honestly the best night of my life, and it was in the Washington D.C. area um, at the time. It was called Tan Talent Country Club. Will you do my next wedding? Heck yeah! Come all on, all right. This you is... want me to be in it? You want me to be your? <laughs> I want you to handle all the entertainment because you because you, you got it. You got it going. You got it going. Hey, look! I feel like not to get too corny, but I feel like I'm doing God's work in in a serious way. I, you do. I feel like you know Jesus turned water into wine. Where was he? He was at a wedding. That's Boom. true. Boom. Mic drop. So, so I, I feel like if I can make people happy on the happiest day of their life and not have mom or dad worry, people worry so much about everything going perfect. And oh my God, oh, you know, relax. Thursday before your wedding, if you're getting married on a Saturday, just relax. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the memories because tomorrow is never promised. That's true, um, and it goes by so fast, and it's not worth you know worrying about little small things. I mean, you're going to be with the love of your life, and you're going to have a, a day where you commit to each other, and that's what it's really all about. I always tell everyone, this: the reception, the cocktail hour and the reception is just a celebration of the ceremony. People lose sight. That's mm-hmm. all about oh, the ceremony. that's so true. It's that's all about so the ceremony. True. It is about the ceremony, and you know whether it's you know Jewish or... Indian, Buddhist, whatever, it's all about the ceremony. Absolutely. Band versus DJ versus iPad. Ah. The iPad weddings. Oh, the iPad weddings. You know, there's a place for iPad weddings. There is. I know, Scott, you don't believe that, but there, there is a place for them. Um. You know, for those people who want to do just a very short, sweet ceremony and then like have a cake cutting and a little first dance. Um, You're saying of, intimate, like intimate, like yeah. 30, 30 people or less type yeah. weddings. On this. Some people are very intimidated, you know, they're, they don't like the attention. They don't like all eyes focused on them. So I say if you want to program your iPad and stick it into a system, you know, the speaker system, go for it. You know, don't let anybody make you feel bad for it. Um, now as, as a professional, would I say that that's my preference? Of course not. I think having a band or a DJ is far better, but a lot of people, you know, don't have that, um, you know, they're, they're just more comfortable. And I, and I say, oh, that's okay. They wanted to keep it intimate, but like the band thing, you know, having a band is, I guess, the most prestigious. Having an orchestra is, you know, the prestige, the prestige. And I, and I have a lot of parents that are pushing the band versus DJ. The iPad, your, your point on that was, was, was good. I mean, you get to play your music. You don't have to worry about, you know, a poor DJ acting like a stand-up comedian or, or, or embarrassing the moment. You know, some, not everybody gets, you know, 
great DJs, if you will. Not everybody gets everybody gets great bands. So at least you get to have complete control of the music with an, with your iPad or, or phone or whatever. Well, I used to say to all my uh, clients for many years, if you can't have a great band, you better get a DJ because there's nothing, to me, I mean, there's nothing worse than a really not so great band. But I won't even book a band. Like when I book a band, I make sure I have a DJ with them or I'm with them because not every band has a great MC. You Perfect. need somebody that has the glue. Yeah, I mean, look how many we've done. You need somebody that has the glue that can keep everything together, that can keep it going. No, that's awesome. And then the that's other true. thing about the DJs, it you know, I know you did you did a couple weddings where just a couple. Well, what I'm saying is <laughs> these high end name DJs come down and they're and they're paid an enormous amount of money to do these we- weddings and they have no idea how to do a wedding. That's true. They're perfect for the last two hours to rock out the club, the dance party, blah blah blah. But, but they have but no doing idea. A club, doing the club scene in New York is different than doing a wedding anywhere. Cake cutting what? Garden yeah. bouquet what? Which so many people are getting away from doing the garden bouquet Thank anymore. Thank goodness. Unless you're in 1982 with a blue ruffle tux. That, that's, that's kind of yesterday. But, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, and the bands, I mean, you can get a really good band, but you are going to pay two to three times more for a band than you would ever pay for a DJ, depending well, on who the DJ is. And that's true. And I, and I always say that... Is that band, you know, is one of those band members good at basically leading your party because they're going to be the one that kind of drives the energy, you know, to your cake cutting, to your first dance, to your whatever. That's right. And a DJ is trained to do that, whereas sometimes the band members, they just want to groove out. Word. Word. (laughs) We just nailed all four topics we wanted to talk about. That's because we are awesome. We could talk about the, like, like literally, let's close our eyes. We could just keep talking and talking and talking because there's so many stories and so much experience that, you know, the reason she and I, Heather and I wanted to start this was because we want you to try to achieve perfection at your wedding. You know, if you learn something from us, even if it's something so little, you know, take it, go with it, run with it. You're talking to experienced, you're listening to experienced professionals that have been there. We've seen it all. I have seen it all and then some. And some, some, most of it, I'm proud to see some of it <laughs> will scar me forever. But, you know, we've been there and done that. And we have, and after, you know, a collective 50 years of, you know, experience, um, if you have questions, please ask because we would love to answer your questions. That's right. Um, you know, people just crave information and they want to do what's proper. They want to do what's right. And that's why they, you know, hire wedding professionals. And, you know, we, we want you to have a great experience too and want you to have the greatest day ever. So um, if you have questions, bring it on. Info at MessinaProductions.com. M-E-S-S-I-N-A Productions with an S dot com Feel free to drop us an email Great first episode Heather Snively Love you mean it That was a high five For those of you who couldn't see it (laughs) (laughs) All right Tune in to our second one Not sure when it'll be But please Tune in to our second episode Wedding Perfection Bring it on Take it home Shalom Take it home Shalom Boom Boom Boom